Hey everyone, this is JD. This is episode four. We're going to be celebrating our 2020-2021 arts interns with Tim and Rachel. Let's do it! It is early in the morning. I'm tired. <laughs> My wife bought this Rise Nitro Brewing. It's a nitro cold brew coffee. It's pretty good. Anyways, how are you guys doing this morning? I'm good. Yeah. Um, hoping it's not going to snow. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. How's yeah. it down in Finley, Tim? It's, it wasn't bad when I left. Like, okay. It hadn't really rained or snowed or anything, and they told us it was supposed to be there like in the middle of the night, so... Hopefully nothing happens. Yeah. I'm really hoping nothing happens. All right. So to my left, we have Rachel Luke Martinich. <laughs> that is new. Yes, it you is. You just recently got married. Yes. Oh, about almost th- three months ago. Yeah. Has it already been that long? It has. Oh, you sooner. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Does it feel Sometimes good? I forget about it, too. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we've been married for this long? Wow. Oh, yeah, no, that's how my wife and I were for, like, the first year. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're, we live in the same house. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know who you are. I remember. I remember now. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's awesome. And uh, to my right, we have Tim Myers. <laughs> so uh, Tim and Rachel are from this past year's uh, internship class. 2020 to 2021. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of twos, uh, a lot of zeros, onies, mm. um, <laughs> whatever that means. Yeah, a lot of zeros. It's been a crazy year it for has. you guys, I bet. Um, I know usually interns have, they usually plan a lot of events and stuff for you guys. I'm curious just from the get-go, like once COVID hit, did a lot of those things classes and stuff like that Lauren was saying like she had a lot of things planned but because of COVID we had to like shift things yeah so we still did a lot of nice awesome things so yeah it sounds like it um did any did let's see were you bummed about missing any particular events that she had planned Oh, she didn't tell us. Oh. And I think that was, like, she she told us some things, but then, like, she'd st- stop herself because she didn't want to, like, ruin something. And I'm like, well, yeah, I guess I don't want to know if I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So you should probably ask her, like, later before yeah. you guys graduate. Like, hey, she- what were we actually going to do if it, yeah. COVID was not involved? Yeah. That'd be interesting. Well, like Noah told me some things like going to conferences and stuff, and I was really looking forward to that Um, just because, like, I went to a Celebrate Recovery conference a couple years ago, and we went to this this Baptist church in Tennessee, and it was just, like, ridiculously huge. Oh, yeah. Made us look small. Yeah. (laughs) It was was crazy, man. Their cameras were on, like, cranes that would swoop down over the auditorium and stuff. Yeah, big jibs. Like, yeah, it was nuts. So, like... That, I don't want to say it was disappointing, but like I would look, I was looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like one of our other interns, we were talking the other day, and he was like, "Yeah, I really hate that we didn't get to do all these things." I said, "But how often do you get to like lead during a pandemic and do this during a pandemic? Like there you go. that's, I don't want to say it's fun, but it's a it's a builder." 
You know what I mean? Like totally. you, you grow a lot from that. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. We're actually going to dive into those kind of questions later into this podcast episode. But I want to start with getting to know you questions. Okay? Right. Hi, I'm Rachel. Oh, wow. That's a great start, Rachel. <laughs> that it really is. Thanks. <laughs> um, so that means Rachel's going to take the first one. Okay. <laughs> uh, so first one I had was, what's your favorite holiday? Um, yeah, that's kind of hard because I, I love all ho- holidays. And I've actually told people, like, you can't do anything but celebrate that holiday on that holiday. Because there's people who's like, let's go and have family time or whatever. But right. I would have to say Christmas is definitely, oh, I say Christmas and now I want to say something else. I'm going to stick with Christmas because it's the best time of the year. <laughs> Christmas is a solid, solid holiday. It is. It is. Especially it's- when you have a big family like I do. Oh, yeah. And when you, uh, when you live in a place that has snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> yes. Did you always live, uh, you li- you're from Edgerton? Yes. Ohio. Edgerton, Ohio, which is like between Michigan and Indiana. So. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I think it was same about like over here. Like we kind of just got a little bit of snow every year. Mm-hmm. Never, for the last three years, I don't think it snowed on Christmas. Oh, uh, yeah. I think this right. was the first year in a while that it snowed on Christmas. And I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. It hits differently when it's on the day. Yeah. It's pretty wild. And then how big is your family? Um, it's My mom is one of five kids. Mm-hmm. My dad's one of, I think he has three sisters, one half-sister and one stepsister. Oh, my god! And he's the only boy. Oh, wow. Um, and then I'm one of five. Okay. And then my grandma's one of five. Yeah, so I've so. seen I've seen pictures of your family and, <laughs> like, some of your sisters that you guys all look like. Yeah. Or very similar. Yeah. Uh, well, one of them's my twin. and That's what it is. That's yes, one. Yes, I forgot you told me you but have a twin. The funny thing is, is my little sister, she's about a year and a half younger than I. Mm-hmm. But everybody thinks she's my twin. Do you do any, like, parent trap schemes? Um, not with my mom. Okay, so she'll say that she knew which one we were, but it was always my dad who knew who we were. Of course. She said that she would change clothes and then totally forget which one was which, and then she would have to, like, wait till her mom, my dad got home to tell her, which one's Rachel? Like, playing a joke yeah. kind of thing, but really, she had no idea. That would be funny. It would be a funny time. <laughs> she said because there was, there was one day that she could tell us from our voices. As soon as we spoke, that's when she knew. But, like, one day we were not crying. We weren't making noises. She's like, I wanted to pinch you just to make you cry. And she's like, then your dad comes home and says, that one's Rachel and that one's Emily. And I'm like, they tell us these stories. I'm like, my mom didn't even know who I was. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Bro, I would have, like, oh, I don't know. I would have bought, like, stamps with your names on them. (laughs) Stuck them on the forehead. (laughs) that's all I want to know. Every day you got to wake up, you put a hello, my name is, <laughs> stamp on your shirt. Well, I hope that's not my case with these kids. No. And you are actually... Expecting twins. Twins. Wow. Yeah. I remember when you told all of us, oh, that's great. And then next thing you know, like, they're twins. Like, Whoa. Double the trouble, my mom yeah, says. I know. She says, I deserve every bit of it. You grew up with a twin. Now you're having twins. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm it's excited. Weird. 
Yeah, Let's we're excited it. for you. It's great. What's uh, when are you expecting? Um, before Memorial Weekend. Oh wow, it's coming up. You know, it's getting there. Was that five weeks from now? Yeah. Oh my. That's crazy. Don't remind me that. Now okay. I'm freaking out. <laughs> okay. Just kidding. No one say anything. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, Rachel. We're yeah. very excited for your two peoples. Two peoples to be in the world. Um, do you guys have names yet? We oh. do, but they're we're not sharing them right now. Wow. Did you not see my post wow. where I was like, guess the names? No, I didn't. Yeah, there was a post on Facebook, and it, wow. we did a photo shoot with two letters, of like the letter of each name. So what? we had A and E. Okay. And you had to guess what their names. Is were. that the first letter? Or is that just some letter randomly in the name? Somewhere? No, it's their first name, like A. Baby A has an A letter. Ashley. Baby B has a B, an E letter. Amber. A and E. A Alex. And e. You know the funny thing like is, the t- is when like I the channel. when I posted it, my my sisters are Abby and Emily, uh. so they immediately thought I named my kids Abby and Emily. <laughs> no. Yes. Do you know the genders yet? Or is that s- both girls? Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. You sh- it's it's Emily and Abby, isn't it? I knew it. I knew it. Makes perfect sense. Uh, Really quick, give a shout out to your husband. Um, Love you, Travis Martinich. You're the best husband. I slept on the couch last night, and he slept on the floor next to me. It was so sweet. I also posted about that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Great job, Travis. Tim Myers, my man. Finley Arts. Mm -hmm. Where are you from? I am from Bucyrus, Ohio, actually. Bucyrus. I moved to Finley back in 2011. So how far is Bucyrus from Finley? Um, I can't tell you in miles. I can tell you in minutes, though. Minutes. 45. Oh, okay. Roughly. South of Finley? Or? Let me think about this real quick. Yes, southeast of Finley. Southeast, got it. Okay. Um, Let's see. How long have you been going uh, to... Finley campus. When did you start going? I started going to Finley campus in December of 2018. Okay. Actually, so fairly, it still feels like a year ago. <laughs> like, really? It doesn't feel like it was that long ago. I'll be honest, it feels way longer than that. I feel like you've been going there for uh, like a few years. Yeah. I don't. But <laughs> <laughs> because I think it's just because we know you so well. Probably. Yeah. Um, so, uh, oh yeah, I forgot. So Rachel Rachel sings. She has an amazing voice. Great voice. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Tim also sings. When did you? I guess a question for both. When did you guys first like figure out like, oh, I feel like I have a gift of 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 singing. Like, when when did you think you um, discovered that? My parents and I like actually sang in our church. I mean, I, I don't even know how old I was. Like I. They have pictures, right, of little Timmy, <laughs> like mm-hmm. like maybe six years old, I don't know, like singing with them. That's um, nice. Me with a mic and stuff like that. So, like, I've been s- just years. Yeah. I mean, ever since I can remember. We used to go to Southern Gospel concerts all the time. Really? Like, yeah, like their favorite group was the Inspiration, so we oh go see them all the time. That's amazing. <laughs> and... Uh, like I wanted so badly when I was a kid to like be up there and you know, like sing with those guys, and stuff. <laughs> yeah. so, which is funny because now I just Southern Gospel's not really totally my thing anymore. But what about you? What year? When did um, you kind of figure that out? Actually, 
also have musical background. My mom actually um, started singing there when they first started the church up. And then my grandma also was musically, like she had a musical voice and she's part, like my grandma and my mom were my best friends growing up. Mm -hmm. And I think they always told me I had a good voice and I would be that child that would harmonize with her mom when she was practicing for church. Oh yeah. And um, I think when I was 13, I wrote a cheesy Jesus song and to this day could not tell you what it was, but I took it to the youth leader um, the arts director for their youth or whatever. And I was like, hey, can you put some tracks behind this? Mm. And he was the first guy or first person that paid attention to my music. And that's when I was like, oh my gosh, like since he did this, does this mean I actually maybe am somewhat good? Yeah. And then he threw me up on the stage the next Wednesday. And I was like, from that, that moment on, it was... Like kind of like a reminder that my grandparent, my grandma always said, and my mom always said, "Don't get full of yourself, Rachel." Yeah. Because God can take it away just as quickly as He gave it to you. Yeah, it's true. Being humble. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and it was it was frightening, but from like thirteen on, I was on the stage, and I don't think there's always that moment where you step on the stage where you're just like, you have to let go of everything about yourself. Right. And when I came here. I was trying to find that step on moment mm-hmm. because at my other church that I grew up at, it was they had stairs going up to their stage. Uh-huh. And so it was like that step on the stage, leave Rachel behind yeah. and let the Holy Spirit take over. Yeah, It's just kind of always been there from a young age. And I think it had everything to do with somebody just being like, yeah, I'll take your little song and mm-hmm. I'll put some tracks behind it. And that made me able to open up and be able to just do what I do and I love it I do it's awesome that person gave you an opportunity that's that says something with like younger generation where it's just like don't always call or don't always like count them out Mm -hmm. um there's always someone that's even if they're younger than you like they probably have something to offer you know oh yeah so Tim jumping back what's your uh what's your favorite holiday favorite holiday is definitely Halloween Ooh, Halloween. Such a great Christian answer to give. Right? Yeah, you so. and Emily, Emily Carney, <laughs> got something, Dude, something in common. It's great, though. I don't know. I love, like, scary movies and stuff, and then the fall weather. So, I, yeah. I could be a basic white girl with fall weather. and <laughs> You got to get that punk- pumpkin, pumpkin spice. spice. <laughs> like, hashtag <laughs> PSL, baby. That's oh, what my goodness. About. So good. Abbreviate everything in life. <laughs> it's so much easier. I know. It's great, though. No, I love it. It's my favorite. COVID year, 2020, Halloween. Mm-hmm. Were you sad? No. Do you, or do you look forward to trick-or-treating? Do I you actually do trick don't or treat? trick-or-treat. Don't. No, I look forward to, like, scaring the crap out of people. There you go. But, yeah, uh, that was the same way. You know, it was uh, this Halloween fell on uh, Saturday, I think. Yeah. So it was it was on a weekend. Of course, I was on. Right. I'm intern. Yep. So. Pretty much <laughs> so every like, weekend you're on. Like, I had long hair then. I don't know if you remember that oh, or not. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. But my, my plan was to dye it green and go as the Joker. Oh. And Noah Wait, was like. Wait, to church? Yeah. Oh. So Noah was like, you can't do that. He was like, you're not. I was like, oh, you got it. Ah, oh, crap, man. That would be intense. Yeah, it would have been intense, especially because we had, like, some kind of trick-or-treat thing there at the church, too. So, like, the, mm-hmm. the kids probably don't want me coming up to them, like, why are you so serious? And, you know? then, you, and then you singing the next <laughs> oh, thing, no. like, Jesus, with all this Joker <laughs> stuff on. 
<laughs> oh, it would have been great. It's like, yeah. hey, even Joker can turn his life around. That's exactly. You know? See, anything a, short of sin, right? Nice so. life change story, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know, I haven't I haven't submitted my life change video yet, <laughs> so maybe I should do that. Like, start off as the Joker and then hard cut to me. <laughs> like now, <laughs> That's too much. that would be good. That would be really good. It'd be great. So you're talking about Joker, I assume, and I know you. You said a DC reference earlier. Mm-hmm. Do you like DC comics? I more? actually like Marvel more. Ooh. But you but like them both. I love them both, kinda. yeah. What's your favorite hobby? In my free time, um, I just, dude, I just like to chill out. <laughs> like, so that could be, I could be watching movies, playing video games, or board game night, things like that. Yeah. So nothing like, like I don't go skydiving or anything. Like, I wish I could say that's my favorite hobby, because yeah. people would be like, whoa, that's cool. But yeah. No, not so much. I enjoy, I love singing and playing music. Like I like, I can play guitar. Like I love doing that. But at the same time, I think like, okay, but this is also what you do. So is it a hobby or is it, it's just, it's weird yeah, to think about. I, I don't know how to define that. I think at one point it was a hobby. Right. <laughs> and now yeah. it's like, you can't really technically call it a hobby, but I still love doing it. Yeah. So cool. Your parents mm-hmm. like the inspirations. Um, Tell me about your family now. Anything? Uh, do, does one of them like skydive or something like that? No, no. nothing crazy. My uh, do they still live in Bucyrus? No, they? actually, they moved to Finley. Oh, cool. Okay. They moved to Finley. They. Uh, my dad got a job at uh, a place I worked at in Finley. It's a drug and alcohol rehab. Cool. Um, and he moved to Finley after they got after he got that job. So they've been there probably for the past three years, okay. I think. But my family, like, I I was the only child growing up for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my my two cousins, their parents both passed away. Okay. And we were always really super close with them. So mom and dad, like, took them into the house and then grew up the rest of my teen years with them in the house. So I have, sort of have, yeah, like a brother and sister I mean, I don't know. We've always been close, so probably, I guess you could say that, but technically an only child. So it was that was a rough transition, yeah. let me tell you. How, <laughs> Going how, from just me to... How so? Just, uh, I think just in that whole, like, moody teen thing where, like, like you're used to being, I don't know, quote-unquote, the center of attention maybe or yeah. something, and then you go from, oh, no, not anymore. Now it's now these two are here and they are ruining everything. I love you guys, not really. So uh, yeah. No, no. I mean, you're not really ruining everything. I know. It's not what I meant, Rachel. I I I felt the pain. (laughs) I know exactly what you're saying. I was I was the only child too. I was adopted, so I was. That's why I was asking that question. I was curious your your uh, your perspective on it, but I don't think I ever had. yeah, we never had like other family members coming in. If anything, we just had like dogs, mm. and they don't ruin anything. No, they dogs just, make everything better. That is very true. I'm a dog person. You dog person? Oh yeah. Dog person, Rachel. Oh yes. Okay, good. So, what's your favorite hobby? Um, I'm actually an old soul, and I like to crochet. Oh, yeah. yes. I see you. Uh, when is it? Mondays? Monday On Mondays, nights? I have a crocheting group. Yeah, you're here yep. in the green room, just crocheting away. Yeah. And I'm I just like peeking sometimes, like, oh, okay. 
Yeah, I'm just chilling out here. Sometimes I'm by myself for quite yeah. some time, and other times I have one or two people that join me. So. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. When did you start doing that? Um, just crocheting in general. Crocheting. My grandma taught us. My mom's mom taught us when we were, I think, really young. She got us into sewing and crocheting, mm-hmm. and she passed away un, um, un, unexpectedly a couple, um, year and a half ago now. And I picked it up again after she she passed away. Just kind of like one of those things that keep us close. Yeah. Made this giant blanket that I. It's so soft, and it, sometimes I'm just like, this is too much. <laughs> it literally took me. It's probably the fastest blanket I've ever made, but then also made my my daughter's two um, baby blankets. Oh. And I made little hats, and it's been fun. My grandma, give her all the credit. She bought us. She's like, you have to know at least how to sew and how to crochet. Yeah. And I'm like, well, now I know both. (laughs) So I feel like your both your baby's wardrobes, the whole wardrobes, are just gonna be crocheted things. But probably hats and bows. Okay, just okay. I thought I. I was expecting you to like crochet an entire pajama set or something. I don't think I'm that good yet. Oh, you'll get there. I'm though. still a beginner. I like, like I just picked it back up. <laughs> okay. Still. What it, what does crocheting bring to you mentally? So it's a very peaceful it's it kind of zen you back into Yeah, it kind of just gives me that back gr- that grounding um I'm a lot, I like to overthink everything. Yeah. So when I'm just focusing on one thing, it helps ground me and remind me that I'm still human and that I can just breathe and right. I don't have to think about the 8 million things I still have to do. Yeah. So it's something I have to do for myself sometimes. And it's not even just crocheting. It's like crocheting or sewing or just get my mind on a different thing than all the chaos. Right. So yeah, it's kind of, almost like therapy for me <laughs> oh yeah no i could see that like me and um some of the some of the band and finley like we'll go to the theater and stuff and yeah watch movies together and it's just so much fun a lot more fun when you do it with people oh totally just sitting at home by yourself so yeah no i feel you um yeah i you know like i also like to i, I don't know this is gonna maybe this will sound weird but like go places <laughs> like no. just get in my truck and just go like, yeah so, like it can range from we're gonna watch, you know, gonna watch a movie, or I'm just gonna get in my truck and go somewhere because I'm bored. Like, yeah. like, like just wherever. Like I might go visit my sister in Galleon or something like uh-huh. that. So. Interesting. No, that's that's those are some good hobbies. I like those. I'm sure hobbies will probably be a little more outdoors now that everyone's been stuck mm. inside for a year. You you know what's weird is like so like last year. Um, I, I recently, like last year, I got a job working at a recovery house, which okay. means I live there. Yeah. And uh, uh, part of that comes like yard work and things like that, which I rented an apartment before. So I never had to do any of that. And I hated it last year. I was like, this is stupid. I said, if it was up to me, like, if it was up to me, we wouldn't even have grass. Yeah. <laughs> like, it would just be sand out here and I wouldn't have to take oh care of any of it. <laughs> This year, like, it's so weird. Like, I'm actually, I'm looking forward to it. Like, I'm thinking about, I got excited yesterday because part of our budget, we got to go out and get a weed eater and, like, um, I can't think of the word for it now. Like, a leaf blower. Yeah, yeah, I get it, yeah. 
And I got excited about that. <laughs> like I brought it home. I put everything together. Yes. And I charged the batteries because it's all it's those Craftsman ones yep. with like the V20 batteries. Mm-hmm. And I charged it overnight. And this morning before I left, I like looked around because one of the guys had mowed and there was grass on the sidewalk. And I was like, it's time. <laughs> I grabbed the stupid thing and I'm like. I'm not going to be late. I've got this. Yeah. I've got this. I'll be. I'll be in. I'll be in Perrysburg in time. But epic music's playing. <laughs> oh, I love that. It, it was. It's just so weird. Like I found myself, like when I was at Lowe's, like actually looking at flowers to put in the planters. Like, oh, that would be kind of cool looking. You know, like it's just kind of a weird shift. I don't know why my mentality went there, but like I don't know. I've really like enjoyed like the few times I have mowed this year. Like, yeah. Just. Just getting out there, putting music in my ears, and mm-hmm. that's amazing. Just doing it. My husband can't wait to mow. He's always like, "When's the, when is it gonna stop raining so I can mow?" We just got a zero turner, and oh, nice. it's like, it's, I'm like, it's like a mini four wheeler, and he's always like going at it. And I was driving home yesterday, a couple days ago, and um, you could just see him zooming on by. I said, "Are you even cutting the ga- the grass, or are you just, just like driving, driving around?" around? Yeah. And Hit, hitting those jumps <laughs> <laughs> for real. And he was like on the, we have a, at least an acre that he mows and he was on the other side of the acre and I was driving into our driveway and he like tried to beat me to our garage. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah he's obsessed with his mower. He's like, I can't wait to mow it again. And I'm like, yeah, you can do all the mowing. That's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of felt the same way when I went, uh, we became homeowners and like there was a part of me was like now i'm like a married person i have to mow the lawn all the time <laughs> which in high school is like i hated doing it but like you know whatever and now i'm like i was like kind of with tim i was just like oh what pattern can i do this time you know or like what uh you know what area should i do first and like how should i do it should i go this way should i go that way should I cut quicker? Da, 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 all this other stuff. It's, mm-hmm. it's Dude, pretty funny. It was it's weird. Like I was looking that up the other day, like different patterns to do, <laughs> and I'm like, one of them was talking about just going in a circle. Yeah. Like just, I don't know, like a like a. <laughs> yeah. I, nobody can see this on a podcast. What I'm doing with my hand right now, but like <laughs> a smaller circle and just yeah, bigger smaller and bigger and bigger. And bigger yeah, like. Yeah. It's uh, it's so weird. I think it's like a, it must be like a guy thing. I think too. Probably. That like, it seems like all the time. Like I remember my dad the first time he taught me how to mow. Like I started in the middle of the yard. He's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> you gotta go the outside. He's in. like, "You're not what?" <laughs> yeah, he was not happy. But we actually talked about this in uh, my men's group uh, a couple weeks ago. Talked uh-huh. about doing all that grass and art. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep, one of the guys, he was like, I just can't let my son mow the lawn. He just, he doesn't do it right. And I'm like, well, teach him. That's what he said to me. He goes, maybe I should just take the time and teach him and not get mad and be like, I'm going to do it myself. There you go. Yep. Like, probably. Can't be hands on with everything. You'll just, you'll just tire yourself out. Cool. All right. Moving on from grass art. (laughs) Last get to know you question, really quick. What's your Enneagram? Tim, go. Nine, wing one. And I'm a four, and I don't know my wing. Okay, great. Uh, This is great, because I don't know anything about Enneagram, so I'm going to leave it like that. (laughs) The people that know will decipher everything they need to know. And we're going to move on to the big chunks of uh, stuff. Let's do it. About interns. Um, 
So one question I had, favorite event or moment from this year's internship, Rachel? Even though, like, we didn't get to go out and do a lot, like, I still feel as if we did a lot. But I honestly would have to say that we did a um, a retreat. What mm-hmm. what they, is that? What we ended up calling it? Yeah, retreat. <laughs> a retreat at a hotel where it was like kind of like a reset with God. And at first, I thought it was gonna be silly. Like this, I've never done something like that. I've never took the time to do um, a reset. Or I was like, my my relationship with God's just fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> and we did an overnight thing, but we also read. Uh, read a book i can't remember what it was called was it woke there was it was literally called retreat oh. i think was, the was name it of the the, book. was it retreat yeah. Oh. yeah we read a lot of books this year um but the book was about like preparing for retreats and like what mindsets you need to be in and like for me distractions i have to prepare myself not to have distractions am i yeah. not going to eat or am i going to eat or whatever it was that i wanted needed to do and mine was i hate journaling I don't know why. I can't stand it. Like, I sit down and, like, I have all these thoughts and I don't even know how to put it on paper. And so I did it. And um, I was just writing and writing and writing. And I think it was, like, 4 o'clock in the morning at the hotel. And I was just, like, bawling my eyes out all of a sudden. And having this realization that I'm not all that, like, because I never think I am. But I'm, like, maybe I'm thinking that my relationship with God is a lot stronger than it really is. Mm -hmm. And just, like almost like speaking into existence and so it was like a reset reminder that even though I know and trust God completely and I would do anything that he put in my path or had me do that I actually have to take the time to actually listen to him and I have to read the Bible and I I need to do those things so that was like the one moment with this internship and there's so many other ones but that would be the most impactful one yeah. To remind me that even though I'm an intern at a church mm-hmm. does not necessarily mean I'm the best Christian or whatever. Like I fall out like anybody else. I make mistakes. I screw up. But this is like a realization to me that like it's OK as long as I keep falling back to God. Yeah. Going to God. Yeah. So that was probably my best one. Never cried in front of so many people in my life. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's something people just got to do. It's just yeah. a part of who they are. So, yeah. thanks for sharing. Thanks. Tim, what about you? What's your what's your uh favorite moment <coughs> or event from this year's internship? Um, my favorite moment, I loved the retreat, but I think my favorite my favorite moment was my first um weekend by myself at Finley. Noah had taken the weekend off. And I went into it like I've all I don't know I, I went into it with this idea in my head <laughs> that everybody that I'm gonna be leading this weekend is probably looking at me like what do you think you're doing you know what I mean like, who is this guy yeah like yeah like we know you but we've been here longer kind of thing or right. something like you're not gonna be as good right or something. like yeah. I, I just had all these like like thoughts in my head that I'm not going to be good enough to do this. And, you know, people are going to be looking at me thinking these things. Um, that weekend (laughs) we had on, uh, it was Sunday. We had uh, a power failure with our soundboard. We lost 
everything right after the first song. Yes, I remember that story. Yeah, and it was really, I really enjoy, look, I really enjoyed looking back on it and seeing my reaction to that. Like my reaction wasn't, oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? Freaking out or anything. Like I looked at, and th- this is this speaks to to the people on the stage, like the talent up there. Like I looked next to, um, or I looked at my uh, my acoustic guitar player. And he just looked at me and shrugged his shoulders and just started playing like as loud as he could. And we just started singing and we went acapella. And it just, it was an awesome, awesome moment. Afterwards was, you know, I don't want to, it wasn't freak out time. It was holy crap, what happened time, you know, um, getting phone calls from, uh, from Matt and Lucas trying to figure out, you know, what the next steps were and stuff. But by the end of that weekend though, I remember Chris, uh, our campus pastor telling me, he's like, he said, journalists. He goes, write it down. Yeah. He said, you're going to want to write it down. And I said, you know, by the end of it, I know it's not the title that I hold, but by the end, I went in feeling un- unprepared or not unprepared, ill-equipped or whatever, feeling like I wasn't going to be able to do it. Yeah. To feeling like an arts director by the end of it. Mm. Like the problem was taken care of. You know, nothing horrible happened. If anything, God used it as an awesome, powerful moment that honestly when we went to the 11 o'clock service I was kind of hoping we wouldn't figure it out and we'd just keep going with it (laughs) yeah because it was very it was just it was so cool but um I found out later at the end of all that (laughs) that uh Chris had actually sat in on the meeting and stuff Mm -hmm. where uh like I told everybody you know like here's what we're gonna do blah 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 whatever all that stuff and he goes he asked me how I felt about it. And I told him the thoughts that were going through my head. And he goes, you never would have known it. He said, honestly, he goes, I, I never would have thought for a second that you were thinking that anybody else was thinking that he goes, and I guarantee you they weren't. And it was just something about talking to him and hearing his feedback from that. I was like, okay, you know, God chose you for a reason to do this. Mm -hmm. Like he's not going to send you in unprepared. You just got to, you know, uh, do it in his, in his strength. So yeah, that was probably, that was one of my favorite. Yeah, that's moments. great. Yeah, I'm glad you got to experience that. I know there's, there's train wrecks, there's, uh, things Dude. that end up happening and then you're like, what is this? But then by the end of it, you're like, Hey, it's okay. That's how we grow. Like that's how I, we learn. I sang for like a year and a half before and like no power failures. Right, it's like right. the weekend you leave, Noah, that would <laughs> like one of the worst things that could happen would happen. <laughs> That's great. Thanks for sharing that story, dude. One of you mentioned to me that campus pastors taught classes throughout the, the year. Mm-hmm. Um, which particular class or topic resonated with you the most? Um, for me, I, I loved, honestly, I could listen to any of them that we had. We had, uh, we had Chris, we had Josh, um, Ed Bellner came, um, and Andy Rechtenwald, and I could listen to any of them talk about what they were talking about for probably for hours, but um, Andy was probably my favorite, though. Just the subject that he brought, he, he came he came to teach about uh, or to talk about p- apologetics. It definitely morphed into more than that, right, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, it was... I don't know. It was just so cool. Like one of the things that he had talked about, somehow we got, somehow we got into, um, the creation story. 
And one of the things he said that really stuck with me that it's, it's something I've said before, but I loved, I loved hearing one of our campus pastors say it is that in the end, whether it was, cause you know, people are like, Oh, it couldn't have possibly been six days or whatever, you know, whether or not you take it literal, that doesn't matter. What matters is Jesus Christ died for us and rose from the dead. That's the part that matters in the Bible. That all that other stuff, like yeah. if it hadn't been for Jesus, none of that other stuff, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. So it was just I don't know. I could have like me and Andy sat there for another hour after after class just talking. Yeah. And it was great. I yeah, love I lo- stuff like that. Yeah, Andy Andy has a way with with uh communicating where it he ends up just putting it so purely mm-hmm. where like the purity of uh whatever it is he's talking about or the um the message or the the ultimate takeaway mm-hmm. is shines through yeah. so much and uh i think a lot of people tend to uh, uh i'm going in this season of of learning more about overthinking there's a book that i'm looking forward to reading talking about overthinking mm-hmm. and i feel like that's just like a lot of things that people kind of stray like it's easy for them to stray away just because they they overanalyze so many things and then they get this you know bunched up just mess in their heads and then they kind of lose whatever it is they're supposed to be focused Mm -hmm. on and so that's uh, yeah our our campus pastors are what what's the book called the book is called sorry the book is called um soundtracks by john a cuff um and just it's talking about overthinking I think it just came out, or it's about to come out. Okay. Very soon. Rachel, do you have a favorite? We had the Sweeney's come, mm. and they, they spoke to us. And I w- wasn't there for the first the first time they came, because they came twice. That was Woke Church. That was Woke Church. Mm. And there was one thing that Mrs. Sweeney was talking about that they talked about the first time. And it really, um, like tweaked my interest and I was listening more into it. Mrs. Sweeney went to one side of the room and Lauren went to the other. And he was starting to ask him questions and it was like stating more of um, judging somebody from their appearance instead of knowing and getting to know them and realizing you have a lot more in common. And so he started asking questions and so they would step closer and closer and by the end of it they realized they had a lot more in common than they judged each other for. Hmm. And I took it as we're we're here to bring more people to to know Christ. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time we forget that you, it starts with an invitation. Yeah. And I'm one who hesitates on talking to strangers. Mm-hmm. Um, not my fo- my forte, not my favorite thing to do. <laughs> but it reminded me that like a lot of times it's like, I'm not going to talk to that person. That person looks mean <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, right. or whatever. Very but, like, intimidated by them. Very intimidated. Yeah. yeah. And so I would always like step back from that. But that was like a good reminder. <laughs> that was like a good reminder to remind myself that I can't just judge somebody by the way they look. And right. If I say, I'm not going to invite that person to church because they look a certain way, I'm judging them before I even talk to them. And so that gave me a reminder that you can't judge somebody like that. Mm -hmm. I was talking with my husband and he says, yeah, he's like, you always pray for somebody. Like there's always like somebody, whenever I see um, sirens or lights or anything, I always just stop mid conversation Mm -hmm. with whoever I am and I pray for whoever that is. And it's just been something that I've done. And at first, when I f- was dating my husband, I just stopped talking to him and was silent, and yeah. he didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and 
I think eventually he asked me, so why did you just sit there in silence for a minute? And I said, well, there was an ambulance that went by, and I sometimes pray for whoever mm -hmm. was in an accident or whatever happened. Yeah. And I don't think we really talked much about it since, but still to this day, like whenever I hear, see, hear sirens or see lights, I just stop and I pray because whether it's an accident or whatever, that was one thing. And that's just one thing that I've always done. But going back into my inviting people, it's why does it have to be easy to pray for somebody, but mm -hmm. it's not easy to talk to somebody. And the Sweeney's reminded me it's just as easy to talk to God by yourself, but it's a little harder to talk to people. But once you do it, it's you get used to it and it's more rewarding, yeah. especially when you get that person to come. Oh, yeah, mm. totally. So I would have to pick the Sweeney's because they they impacted a lot of the things I do now. Yeah. Sweeney's, man, so much to say about them. Uh, mm. It's been, I don't know how many years uh, that we started kind of connecting with them more often. And they're just great people. They have a great crew, a great family in uh, Toledo at um, the Tabernacle. And it's just so, I don't know, I'm sure they, they talked about their story Calvin's story, his his background, his history, yep. and Christine, and they just, man, they have a great family. Um, their kids are so smart. It's amazing. I love the Sweeney's. I love it every time they, you know, one of them comes around for a weekend and, and teaches. It's definitely inspiring because it's it's way different than what we're used to hearing. No offense oh, to yes. Ben, but it's it you just Come get on, something. Somebody. It hits different, you know. Last question. Um, what's one thing you'd want future interns to know or remember? It goes by super fast. So cherish it. I would have to say, and I'm going to take it into a turn of if I was talking to my future self coming into this, so it would be for anybody else coming into an internship or thinking about doing an internship. It is so rewarding. Mm. And like halfway through life things happened, personal things happened, and Cedar Creek came, came, came alongside me. And when it was tough and I was like, I wasn't sure what arts really was, I thought it was more music, and it ended up being more, more electric, like computer stuff and stuff, more stuff than I thought it was going to be, so it was a little overwhelming. But once you learn those things, you're like, wow, this... Like, I wouldn't have done, I wouldn't learn this anywhere else. And I wouldn't have been pushed to learn it. Especially with it being something that I wasn't really too fond of. Yeah. But then you realize, you, you to do something that you love to do, you also have to do something you don't really necessarily like to do. Amen to that. And I really found it hard because at the beginning, I was like, I really don't like production. And now I'm at this point where I'm like, I would really like to run cameras or something or like be on stage or you get just you just get a lot out of yourself, learn more about yourself. And when you come out of it, it just mm. it goes fast mm -hmm. in between. It feels like it's like the longest. Um, but then at the end, you're just like, oh, it's over in like a month. Mm -hmm. But when you stick it out and you give it 110 percent and you show up and you give it your all, you just come out and you feel as if you just, almost like an, it's like an overload load, but it's a good one. 
So I would just say just to keep pushing through. And I would say do it first of all. Yeah, Because <laughs> yeah. there's always those people that are like, eh, I'll do it next year. Right. They put it off. Don't put it off because next year might be not your turn and maybe God has another plan for you. Mm-hmm. You never know. Just push through it. Give it your all. And you get a lot out of it. Yeah, that's great. Here's This is something I learned uh, actually not too long ago. Don't do this in your own strength. Don't ever do that. Like, it can be easy to get to that point where you're just like, here we go again. You know, like I'm, I, I'm doing this and just, just kind of like shift your focus from I'm doing this in God's strength to I'm just going to run and burn, you know, burn it and burn it at the end of both candle, uh, both ends of the candle, whatever, <laughs> whatever I'm trying to say and doing it all by myself. And that's not the case. You know, that's, that's not how you should be doing it. And like, if you get to a point where you're feeling like, Oh, here we go. Another weekend or, you know, another week. Well, I guess let's do this. Maybe it's time to pause and take a step back and realign yourself with God. Yeah. Because it's super easy to get into a mode where like I wake up and I hit the, you know, I hit the ground running instead of I wake up and I talk to God and, right. you know, talk about our day and invite him into it. Yeah. So definitely that. Those are great guys. This is a great conversation. I learned a lot. You guys are inspiring. Really. I can't wait to keep doing this year after year, hopefully with other classes and uh, get to know more about the people that are coming through. Thank you guys so much for sharing your hearts uh, and what you got out of this. Praying blessings over both of you. When's graduation day? June 1st. Okay. Appreciate you guys. We all appreciate you here at the church in the arts, centrally, campus wide. You guys are fun to be around. But actually, we have a meeting to get to. Yeah, um, we're also a little late too. Yeah, yeah we are. I've already gotten text messages about it. Where are you at? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, until next time, um, stay humble, stay hungry. Let's go. Have a great Ooh. week.